right, what is happening, everybody? This is your man, L. Jamal, coming through with another edition of what I like to call Upon Further Review. Of course, this is the review segment of my show. This being uh, the month of October, of course, just in time for Halloween, I decided to uh, surprise you guys with the first Halloween-themed review of the period. And I'm going to hit you guys up with uh, the review I've been waiting on for a little bit. I actually just uh, rewatched the movie again last night. Uh, but tonight, I'll be going over what well, today. This morning, I'll be going over the 1992 flick uh, Candyman, of course, starring Virginia Madsen and also Tony Todd as a titular, of course, Candyman. Um, let's just go through a synopsis real quick and I'll break down some other key players in this movie as well. Of course, this goes back uh, to, well, it starts off in the south side of Chicago, or also, or really the north, the near north side of Chicago, and uh, basically uh, details the story of this, uh, this teacher, uh, Helen Lyle, of course, who's played by Virginia Madsen, this college professor uh, who's going uh, into uh, urban legends, and she's uh well, she's discussing, she, well, she teaches that pretty much in social and all that type of stuff, along with her cheating ass husband. They kind of do the same thing. She also has a uh, confidant, will you, uh, who is, uh, who was named, uh, sorry, uh, who was named uh, Bernadette Walsh. She's played by Cassie Lemons. So, of course, they come across the story of the Candyman and uh, they come across this uh, the story of a of a murder uh, that took place. And uh, they describe that. And, of course, we get the, you know, the whole, I guess, the whole uh, the whole Candyman ritual. We get that down relatively early. We get kind of, you know, what sets him, you know, what sets this guy uh, up or sets him off. And so, uh, throughout the course of the movie, uh, Helen uh, finds, you know, of course she wants to find more background. She wants to find the the origins of the story and, you know, just the meanings of all this. Uh, but through, through the course of her investigation, of course, she ends up, you know, well, I mean, she ends up finding Candyman. And, of course, he reveals himself to her. And of course, once he reveals himself, she, you know, goes into his lair, so on and so forth. And that's when the, the killing starts. Uh, it starts off with killing somebody um, in the, uh, I believe it was somebody uh, else. In the, well, he started out, he had already killed two of the people in the community beforehand. And the police don't necessarily get involved until she gets attacked. But she ends up getting attacked by a gangbanger, a gangbanger, who they assume is the Candyman. Of course, he calls himself the Candyman. He has a little hook and all that. And uh, finally, the police come in and at least do some type of investigation. So then there is some, there is some elements of race play. There is some elements of class in there as well. Uh, of course, the well, well, to over the course of the movie, for those who may not have seen it, of course. Um, there is some more killing, but then here is the twister. Uh, since the Candyman person doesn't necessarily exist, who is going to be taking the blame for these murders? Well, simply put, uh, Candyman is putting Helen in a situation where she is looking as though she is the killer. Uh, in both scenes, she's uh, seen, well, in one scene where she's uh, going at it with uh, another character, Anna Marie, Anna Marie McCoy. She's uh, one of the project residents, and she's played by Vanessa A. Williams. The police catch her pretty much in the act of rumbling with her. Uh, she's previously stabbed her. Of uh, course, you know, she, they they come to the scene, and the baby, well, the dog has got his head chopped off. And of course, the baby's been kidnapped. 
Of course, Helen takes the blame for that. And mind you, before then, uh, during the course of the day, uh, Candyman officially revealed itself to her and kind of just said, hey, you know, you could, you need to be my victim. You know, you made these people turn their back against me. Which I told, you know, which again, I'm going to get into what I liked about the movie and kind of my feelings about it. Just after I get past the synopsis. But um, overall, of course, you know, there's, okay, so you have the, the killing in the projects. Then, you know, over the course of time, she uh, is able to get out of that situation. She's able to get bailed out. But again, you know, um, he comes back. He, you know, the candy man comes back. He wants to make her the victim. Uh, next time around, you know, Bernadette comes over, tries to help, you know, tries to help, you know, Helen in whatever way she can. She's bringing flowers. Um, and he gets to her. And the cold part is, you know, since he's technically not real, uh, you know, no one can see him. And when the authorities get there, she's there, or actually her husband's there, and she's laying down holding a knife. So eventually she's taken in, uh, that being Helen, and she's committed. And, um, you know, eventually they charge her for murder. So she has to stand trial. And again, she's, you know, uh, tempting, you know, your boy. She's tempting Candyman to come out because, of course, she's not, you know, of course, she's in her, of course, in her mind. What she's seeing is that she's seeing the Candyman. And, of course, the Candyman is, you know, doing the killing. But, of course, nobody else is seeing that. So, of course, she's facing all the trouble. But again, she calls out his name, and this is one of the cooler, well, one of the, one of the, I think one of the more craziest scenes in the movie, in my opinion. So she's calling him out again, and uh, she's there with her, I guess her, her uh, psychiatric defense, you know, the, the, the guy at the crazy house, pretty much one of the main doctors at the crazy house, whatever, and they're talking, and she starts to tell him about the situation, and they have her on camera, you know, reacting and going crazy, and she's looking at herself, she's like, man, no, she's no, she's not crazy, because of course. She saw the candy man. That's what she's saying. Nobody else is seeing this guy. So, of course, she's looking like she's going crazy. So, out of nowhere, candy man hops out. Just hooks up the dude. Hooks, hooks, you know, slices up the up the psychiatrist. He unlooses her straps. Basically makes it look like he, ki- he killed, you know, the dude. She killed the dude again. But eventually, she's, you know, she decides to escape. She finds her way. She finds her way back to her old apartment, which is crazy. I don't know how. And again, I'll get to this in a second. Uh, but again, she makes it out of the the crazy house untouched. She, you know, she knocks out a. She basically, she basically, I think she killed another person on the way out. So she kills one of the nurses there, knocks them out, takes her suit, and she makes she takes her little nurse and jumps it and makes it out of the crazy house, makes it back to the apartment, only to find that her lying ass cheating ass husband is there with one of his students painting up the whole entire apartment she didn't got moved out of course they figured she ain't coming back and um it's crazy but all else you know uh to make a long story short of course she ends up being candy man she brings well uh she saves the baby uh she ends up you know risking her life as well uh to do so and again, I guess you could say it all ends up being, well, the baby is spared. I think Helen does die, of course. Uh, her boyfriend gets gets his in the end. Uh, but And then that's how it ends. And I don't think the movie, uh, by any stretch of the means, was bad. But the more I look at it, in the order that I get, I don't think it's as much as a classic as people make it. And let me talk to you why. It might be an unpopular opinion for some, but let me break it down. 
I think the biggest thing here, and I, and I, and then, well, first of all, let me talk about what I did like. And the main thing that I did like was Tony Todd, uh, the guy, the, the man who uh, played Candyman. The voice, uh, phenomenal. I think his interactions with Helen and uh, just in and out, just peeking with her, messing with her head. I thought that was phenomenal. I thought all that was was good. Uh, I thought the music fit. Uh, there was some there was some blood shit and there was some carnage, you know, that made sense for a horror movie and it worked in my opinion. Like I said again, the the soundtrack itself and the music about the movie it made perfect sense. Where it started where it started to really get to me, especially now that I think about it, now that I'm older, is honestly and y'all can call me weird for this. I don't know what the guy's purpose of killing is. It's not as clear cut as anybody else. Of course, you have with Jason, you have somebody who was ignored and bullied by teenagers. So when he comes back, he's going to attack that same camp and he's going to attack teenagers. It makes perfect sense. With Freddy Krueger, uh, he, he started off as a pedophile. Uh, it was a mistrial and he was able to be able to let go. And you know the the teenagers of the community say well fuck it we'll take our own justice and we'll burn you alive and i get that the spirit of him you know feeling like angry and feeling like he needs to attack kids because he still was a, a murderer to begin with so that makes perfect sense michael myers uh you know again uh there's there's not a whole lot of rhyme and reason for him but again he's a he's a he's a maniac psycho killer same thing with you know texas chainsaw no real of a rhyme and reason but again he's a he's a he's a homicidal killer and you see that i mean that that's definitely supposed to be the point with this one is weird because you wanna you i mean they they build him as they build Candyman as his homicidal killer and they and they give him that and, I, and they give him that label and he he acts as though he is and he's indiscriminate in how he kills which i get but what I get confused by is why is there a racial element in this movie? Why is there a class element in this movie per se? Um, I think the the social context throws it off for me. It makes it because in, in my opinion, if we're gonna make it a social commentary, if we're gonna make it something like that, maybe even racial, let's keep it real. I think the second and if we're talking about K Man, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I definitely like the second movie a lot better because I felt like it really encompassed it made it make more sense uh, because you find out through the course of candy man's you know backstory that he was attacked and hung by white folk right he had his hand chopped off and this is of course for seeing a white woman i don't know if she set him up to be hanged or whatever like that like you know like sometimes it would happen in real life or they just happened to catch them together and he just happened to take and, they, and it was a it was a really passionate and you know two-way street between the two and they just happened to be caught by some white dudes and they just you know still strung him up because again the crime is, is it was always against a black person making the move the white person could again rape a black woman and it's okay the white woman could all you know could rape a black man technically and it'd be okay of course black people could not kiss on white people hug on white people and none of, none of that the law was against us to do right so I, I, part, I, you know, and again, so when you hear that backstory and you hear, you know, when you see that backstory, especially in the second movie, the question always, always arose to me. So why, why even 
why even trip about people calling your name out? Why are you tripping about killing black people? Why are you tripping about being in green green or in the projects per se when it's the white folk, the white aristocrats that killed you? My my thing would have been, just in my personal opinion, is if he targeted white racists. I thought that would have been made more sense to me. Uh, especially when I break down the first one and, and you hear so much about people saying, oh, well, there was a social context to this. There was classism and socialism going on. And I think in the, because again, this was this was based off a book uh, by Clive Walker. And I think if you read the original book, because I, I have in a course, uh, I can't even remember, it was called The Forbidden. And I think if you read it, you probably will get some more context. You and I will probably get some more context there. And I suggest that anybody who hasn't read it, I'm probably going to read it at some point myself soon, just to get some more context on this movie. And I definitely will. Um, but uh, again, I, I just feel like sometimes it, I think we push the racial or we push, you know, the sex, like even with like movies like Get Out and Us, right? You know, you want to push the social commentary, but you miss out. I think you miss out on the actual scariness or the suspense. I I, I, I felt as though when I'm watching Candyman, I don't, I didn't feel like I was watching a horror movie at some point. I just felt like I was watching a black dude just kill other people. And again, in the second one, uh, they did put that racial element in there because they gave you that. They made sure to give you that backstory fully with him being hung by white folk and him being having his hand chopped off. But again, why would your spirit just be? Why would your spirit not be vengeful for that? You know, again, um, why? You know, as a, if we, again, if this was a story, let's say for instance, this was a real, actual urban legend, and I and I understand that people would probably try it. But again, if if it's a situation in which we were, to, if it was taught in our history as something as though uh, this happened, as though it was a, a black man dating a black woman or white woman, and and they got caught and all that, and he was hung, why would it be something that we would play with and try to, you know? Because again, it's he was hung basically indiscriminately. So why would we turn around in history and say, oh, we'll just call his name just to play with him? I understand that being perfectly done by white folks because they murdered him, they hung him, they strung him up, they cut off his arm, they cut off his, his hand, they put the hook there or whatever. So I could completely understand them wanting to play. We are killed him. Well, let's make fun of his, let's make fun of his likeness. Let's, let's draw him out. So I can understand him being vengeful to, to aristocratic whites or racist white people, KKK, those type of killings. I would have, I would have been like, whoa, that's, that's ground, groundbreaking to me. But to turn around and say, well, I'm going to terrorize a black community, even though black people didn't kill me, it doesn't ring well with me. And I get it. I guess they wanted to, they wanted to highlight, or it was at a time period where there was black on black violence. You had, again, it was taking place in Cabrini Green. And again, it's not to say that slavery did not exist in Chicago in the 1800s, but again, why not make it a, a down south thing from the jump? Again, the second one made a lot more sense to me. It took place in New Orleans. It had that extra race connotation back there. Of course, he might have killed some black people. I can't remember the second one for that matter. But in the third one, he ends up in East L.A. And again, I get it. You're trying to play race and class into it. But this man was specifically murdered and hung by a specific group of people. We know who those people are. So again, why doesn't the carnage and the and the actual rage be held against the people that murked him? Again, 
if we're hearing a story about again a story about a black man getting murdered because of him getting out a white woman does not become an urban legend amongst black folks in my opinion there's plenty of stories that we've heard about coming from slavery there's plenty of examples of that coming from slavery and i've never been in a position where i or any other people around me had heard that story and go damn like oh that's something we can you know especially if there i mean even if there was some type of urban legend behind it, i just don't see us taking it like oh yeah let's make fun of it or let's you know let's conjure up that spirit again i mean usually when we talk when we reflect on those situations about us being killed with those silly situations or we or we discuss those even as community we kind of i've always heard it we always heard us go damn that's fucked up or damn that's 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 an example of what we had to go through that i'm glad we don't have to go through that anymore so i wouldn't i mean again i i, I never seen a situation you know like that where we would just say oh well, let's call his name out or let's you know let's just no it was always a serious discussion so again to urban to urban legend or to make it an urban legend and make it so you know he's kind of indiscriminate and he attack anybody because they said his name it kind of makes no sense to me because not everybody made him who he was he was he's he's who he is because he was targeted because of his race so i thought he should have been he should have been a real you know i think it would have been a lot scarier if he just targeted even just the racist white people i mean to to go ahead and, and kill your own to me it was just like a reflection of what we already see so it wasn't scary to me it just was like oh okay well he turned around and he just killed the green green people okay well ooh, you know uh, imagine if he just if he if he just killed becky and in, in the good in, with the good hair for calling his name because that's who's really messing with him that's who's really conjuring up his name because we respect it because for the most part I don't look at I don't see us looking back on slavery and looking at it like that like we can just talk about it. I don't see black people doing that I mean if anybody who's too switching to switching the word slavery now and trying to make it something that it wasn't and trying to make it you know casual and a casual discussion that's always been has always been you know the the white establishment Okay, so I, for me to, to to make that situation an urban legend and make it so we can attack everybody, to me, it takes the steam away from this horror. Because again, I don't see what the point is. If he's just going to attack everybody, oh yeah, that's scary. But again, that's what every kind of monster does. The real scary ones have their, have their uh, what you would say, um, their niches, you know, or have something that sets them apart. You know what I'm saying? Again. Freddy Krueger was burnt alive by teenagers, you know, so, and they, and they seem to be dis dismissive about who he is because again, they're not true and they're not, they, they can't be afraid anymore. So of course he's going to come after them because that, 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 uh, that real fear, that, 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 that honest to God, who I can control your sleep, that, that's a sense of power. Again, the real power, the real power and the fear is coming from, oh man, you know, he's, I, I, I couldn't, because I think the white fear of a black killer is, is deeper than our fear of us being killed by other black, because again, it, it's, it registers, it, it doesn't register with it, because it happens, it happens, and it's not something that we necessarily, we brag about, but it, it, it happens you know what I'm saying, so I think the, if he, if he were to attack just, if he were, if he were to got at, the boy if he would have killed the boyfriend early if he would have killed helen that's what he did kill helen that's you know he well technically he kind of didn't kill her but if he were to kill helen and and forward his tax to to racist whites even that would have been scarier in my opinion at least for other audiences than what i saw 
what I saw here was a, was another example of black people, black man killing other black people. You know, at least in this first one. Again, in the second one, they did a better job of of kind of giving you some backstory and giving you that you know that real racial element. Because again, it was it was definitely racial. The reason why he's Candyman was because it was some race there. It's because people were being you know people killing him because it only counted his race and he was supposed to be with another person of another race so uh the first one for me it didn't do it i thought the series got better with the second and the third was meh it was a little bit meh for me so again i thought it was again there was things that really worked for me like rich like tony todd i thought that really worked i thought the way they wrote his lines were really deep and in depth it took a lot of time to do that i think he's really he was really eloquent in which he which he stated everything he was always like that through the entire series the writing was good I just think the plot behind this, the plot was a little bit weird for me. And then on top of that, you know, one thing that I did not get was how the hell she got that that crazy house. She was just able to beat up on one little nurse, was able to switch uh, suits with them, and nobody was able to track her down or nothing. Like, come on, I mean, it, it, it to me it was just some stuff that really did wasn't realistic to me. Again, that didn't make no sense. Um, she was able to make it all the way back home. Just little, just little, just little plot things in there. Just, I just it didn't really work well with me. But for the most part, if I would have graded, uh, I definitely would give it a B minus. Again, it didn't, it didn't. Again, the, the social, the social context was there. I understand it, but again, it's horror. I don't need to be socially reminded of what's going on necessarily. I need to be spooked, and the movie didn't really spook me. It put a lot of stuff in my head to think about, just like with us and and Get Out. Yeah, it makes you think. But it doesn't spook you. I need to be spooked. That's what a horror movie is supposed to do. I don't need the extra social commentary if it's not going to spook me to death. You know, if it's not going to leave me, you know, in chills. If it's not going to say, ooh, you know, again, and it didn't, let me be honest with you, it didn't do it for me. That's just the way it is. But I'm going to call it a wrap for today. I will be back with another one. This time I'll be doing uh I'll be going over Carrie. I've never seen that movie, so uh, next couple of days I'll be having another Halloween review. Keep an eye out for that. I'll be doing a few more, at least a, at least one or two more. Uh, I'll even try to get out three, just if I can before the, uh before the actual day. So look for this Halloween time. This is one of my favorite times of the year. So I'm gonna keep putting uh, like I said at least a couple more of these out. This is this was fun for me going back down memory lane. Again, the movie itself was not bad, and I do get uh these social context behind it again it just didn't spook me like that and i'm looking for a movie to spook me i like horror movies i like to be scared i like to be i like to think about the the the, the blood or the suspense about it again i don't i don't need to spend too much time thinking about classism and race because again we deal with that on an everyday basis so i don't need to see that in my horror movies as well that's just my opinion or well, at least all of them <laughs> at least all the main ones but uh anyways y'all i'm gonna call it a wrap for today i will be back tonight i'll be double shotting it tonight i will be uh releasing to you guys my top 10 my rankings for the top 10 worst republican slash conservative cities part two of course if you're looking for part one that is out there check that out i also have a uh, list of the worst republican slash conservative states in this nation as well check that list out uh on top of that and i will be coming back with a 
with some sports uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, at some point, uh, we'll be going over the top 25 in college football, all, all the top scores there, uh, the new top 25 rankings. I'll also be going over some NFL action from today, of course, as well, all the action from today. And then, of course, we have some baseball uh, updates to talk about, of course, uh, the uh, Houston Nationals. Congratulations have won the American League Series, I believe what uh would four to one uh was a series. Um and uh Jose Altuve is the ALCS or the American Champion American League Championship Series MVP. So congratulations to him and as well as to the Houston Astros. And they will be facing off against the Washington Nationals in the World Series. So of course we're gonna break down the last couple of games of that ALCS tomorrow as well. Preview the World Series on top of that. Um and yeah so everything new uh sports related I'll say that for tomorrow. And again, tonight I have that part two of my top 10, my worst Republican cities. All right. If you're looking to get in touch with me, you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com. That is eljbutler75 at gmail.com. Again, ljbutler75 at gmail.com. If you're looking to get me, uh, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. I have a Facebook page for both. Uh, you can oh, I have a, I have a page for both. Uh, you can hit me up there at L. Jamal Ajani E L J A M A H A D J A N I. Once again, it is E L J A M A H A D J A N I. L Jamal Johnny is my name. Um, I also have a Facebook page for the show as well at Never Out of Bounds, so you can take a look at that as well. All right, y'all. I'm gonna sign out. Like I said before, uh, if anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Uh, peace out, one love, and I'll highlight y'all later.